What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach & Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It is Tuesday, October 11th. I'm Josie Duffy Rice. And I'm Travel Anderson, and this is What a Day, the podcast that's describing itself as fun size this month in honor of Halloween candy. Yes, to be clear, that description only applies to the length of the show, not the content. The content is only occasionally fun. And that part is outside of our control. Correct. On today's show, heavy rains have unleashed deadly flooding across Central and South America. And rapper Kanye West, also known as Ye, is in Twitter jail over anti-Semitic posts. But first, a major update on Russia's war with Ukraine. Yesterday morning, the Kremlin launched attacks against at least 14 regions of Ukraine, spanning Lviv in the west and Kharkiv in the east. According to Ukraine's civil defense agency, at least 14 people were killed and nearly 100 people were wounded. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky said about half of the Russian missiles and drones fired in this latest salvo were shot down, but the rest hit power plants, leaving hundreds of thousands of people without electricity into Monday night. And because the water system relies on electricity to run pumps and other equipment, that also means many of these folks are without water. The power shortage is so severe, Ukrainian authorities have asked citizens to conserve their energy usage and announced they will stop power exports to Europe starting today. We mentioned on yesterday's show that Ukraine had apparently orchestrated an explosion on a major Russian bridge. Did that have anything to do with this latest attack? Yeah. So to remind folks, over the weekend, there was an explosion on the bridge that connects Russia's mainland to Crimea, the territory it illegally annexed back in 2014. That bridge, known as the Kerch Strait Bridge, is both the main supply route for Moscow's forces fighting in southern Ukraine and a huge symbol of Putin's claim over Crimea. While Ukraine did not take official responsibility for that explosion, which collapsed part of the bridge's roadway and led to a fire that engulfed a train of fuel tanks on the bridge's adjacent railway. Yesterday's attacks by Russia are being seen as retaliation for it. Though Russia says they were targeting military and energy facilities, many of the attacks actually hit civilian areas far from the war's front lines, which is not new for them because residential areas, especially the ones in Zaporizhia, have been struck a few times over the last couple weeks. In this latest attack, a missile even hit a playground in downtown Kiev, and another struck a university, while countless other residential buildings and cultural sites, including museums, were damaged too. Can you tell us what the international community has said in response to these latest attacks and this latest info? Yeah, well, let me start with the Russian locals, particularly hardliners in Putin's own camp. They've long believed that the Russian military should be, you know, manhandling Ukraine Mm -hmm. at this point and that Putin wasn't doing enough. His loyalists have been calling for attacks on Ukraine's civilian infrastructure for some time in order to freeze the Ukrainian people into submission this winter, provided their soldiers can't be beaten on the battlefield. So those folks are happy, even selling 
celebrating on social media as Ukrainian forces search through the wreckage for survivors. But as expected, much of the international community is condemning Russia's actions. President Biden said in a statement, quote, we will continue to impose costs on Russia for its aggression, hold Putin and Russia accountable for its atrocities and war crimes, and provide the support necessary for Ukrainian forces to defend their country and their freedom. And even China and India, two of Russia's allies who've offered the Kremlin some relief in the face of Western sanctions, are now calling for de-escalation. The spokeswoman for China's foreign ministry said, quote, all countries deserve respect for their sovereignty and territorial integrity, and that, quote, support should be given to all efforts that are conducive to peacefully resolving the crisis. And a spokesman for India's Ministry of External Affairs said they were, quote, deeply concerned. So not quite a condemnation, but, you know, Mm. not exactly support either. Yeah. All of this said, Ukraine's foreign minister told CNN, quote, this is the war for the existence of Ukraine as they vowed to keep fighting. All right. Thank you for that update, Travel. Moving on to some Los Angeles drama. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Okay. There is a major shakeup happening in Los Angeles after leaked audio revealed members of its city council making racist comments and strategizing about political redistricting. Council member Nuri Martinez in particular made several explicitly racist comments. She resigned as city council president yesterday. I've been seeing the social media chatter about this entire story. Tell us more about the audio here, Josie. How many members of the city council were taped and what was the context? Yeah, so the audio that leaked is of a private conversation between Martinez and council members Gil Cedillo, Kevin DeLeon, and the Los Angeles County Federation of Labor President Ron Herrera. The conversation took place last October, and it appeared to be about their frustration with the district maps that were created by the city's redistricting commission. All four people in the room were Latinx, and news about the conversation fueled concerns about some city leaders' willingness to deplete Black political power in the city. The leaked audio is pretty long, so we can't even cover all the racist, offensive, obnoxious things that were said. But among other things, Martinez and De Leon have one very jarring exchange about the Black adopted child of one white council member. They talked about what happened during a parade for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And just a word of warning, this is pretty bad audio. It's like the honest thing. It's like black and brown on this float. And then there's this, this white guy with this little black kid who's misbehave. Este niño has no, he's, they're not doing, yeah, no, they're not doing, the kid is bouncing off the effing walls on the floor, practically tipping it over. There's nothing you can do to control him. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm over here trying to parent this kid. I'm like, you can't do that. I said, no. You can hear Martinez say in Spanish, parece changuito, which means that he looks like a little monkey. Yikes. As a rule, we don't like to call little black kids monkeys. There's a history there. Listen, okay. She also called the child Negrito, which if you don't speak Spanish, is a very demeaning term for a black person. Martinez also said the two-year-old child needed a beatdown. I just like to say I have a two-year-old. They are not controllable. Put my two-year-old on a float <laughs> and see what happens. Uh, and she even called him an accessory, while Councilmember De Leon compared the child to a handbag. All of this is very yikes and concerning energy to me. Like, this is, wow. Yeah, and Martinez didn't save all her racism for young Black children. So she also had comments about the L.A. District Attorney, George Gascon, saying, 
F that guy, he's with the blacks. Mm. Yeah. We don't say with the blacks. We don't. The blacks is not something you say. Yeah. We stopped saying that a few years ago, you know? A few decades, some may say. She also had racist comments about the Oaxacan community living in LA's Koreatown, calling them, quote, little short dark people and calling them tan feos, meaning they're so ugly. It's giving racism. It's giving anti-blackness. Yes. It's giving bad, bad, bad. It's giving bad. How did this audio get leaked in the first place? Yeah, it's a great question. And the answer highlights this whole other dimension to the scandal. So the audio originally showed up on Reddit, where someone posted it earlier this month. It seems to have been taped without the consent of the people recorded, which is... Legally complicated because California is a two-party state when it comes to recording audio. Meaning if one person in a conversation wants to secretly record it, they can't legally do that. They have to have the other person, or in this case, the other person's permission before recording. And according to the LA Times, the LA County Federation of Labor released a memo stating that they had gotten the Reddit user suspended and the post taken down. And they also said they plan to, quote, make sure these crimes are prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. So it seems that this racist debacle is not over yet. I guess, you know, whoever should be investigated for, you know, the whole recording somebody without their permission thing. But I don't know. The racist comments seem, you know, to take a little bit more precedence to me. Yeah. But what do I know? And I have to say, if you are a city official, talking city official business, we should be able to record you. That's my role. I'm down with that. So tell us, what has the reaction been like after this audio was released? Yeah, well, as I mentioned earlier, Martinez has resigned from her role as president of city council, though she hasn't resigned from the council itself. In her statement, she said, I take responsibility for what I said, and there are no excuses for those comments. And issued apologies to the council member she had been so demeaning towards. She also said, quote, as a mother, I know better and I am sorry. I am truly ashamed. Kevin DeLeon and Ron Herrera also apologized, while Gil Cedillo said he didn't remember the conversation. Incredible quote. Oh, they were racist? I don't even remember that. (laughs) It's weird to say that. (laughs) Meanwhile, L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti, California Senator Alex Padilla, and both mayoral candidates in L.A. have called on all three council members to resign. Now, the city council is set to meet today. And keep in mind that as we're recording this on Monday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time, anything could happen. In the meantime, we will keep you updated on this story, but that is the latest for now. We will be back after some ads. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, everyone's (laughs) getting flowers. (laughs) Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, books, promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants 
are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash WAD today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WAD. Let's get to some headlines. Headlines. A devastating landslide rushed through the Venezuelan city of Las Tejarias on Saturday, leaving at least 25 people dead and dozens more missing. It happened after days of heavy rainfall that flooded the area's main river, destroying hundreds of homes and businesses. This is Venezuela's rainy season, though officials said as much as a month's worth of rain fell on the region in just eight hours. Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro said rescue workers have been deployed to help the affected areas. And in other severe weather news, Hurricane Julia made landfall on Sunday on Nicaragua's Caribbean coastline as a Category 1 storm. Since then, at least 19 people across Central America have died as a direct result of the storm. Julia formed a little over a week after Hurricane Ian slammed into Florida. Julia has since lost wind intensity and has been downgraded to a tropical depression and is now tracking northwest along the coasts of El Salvador, Honduras, and Guatemala. Workers represented by the third largest railroad union in the U.S. rejected a tentative agreement from their employers on Monday, renewing fears of a nationwide strike. The deal was brokered by the Biden administration last month with a dozen unions that represent 115,000 rail workers. The agreement was meant to avert a work stoppage that could potentially derail, (laughs) get it, the nation's economy and exacerbate the ongoing supply chain crisis. Officials with the union holding out said yesterday that while the deal did promise higher wages and more lenient attendance policies, it did not give workers a fair amount of paid sick leave. Workers with four unions have already signed on to the deal, and seven others are voting over the next month. But all 12 unions must ratify their contracts by mid-November to avoid a strike during the holiday season. Rapper Kanye West, or simply Ye, as he's now apparently legally known by, has been locked out of Twitter. This comes after he tweeted for the first time in nearly two years on Saturday, and those posts were, well, anti-Semitic. 
Twitter said the post violated its rules on hate speech. Yeye was previously suspended from Instagram on Friday for posting a separate anti-Jewish rant on that platform. He didn't learn his lesson. But he's no stranger to controversy, though his latest online antics follow his appearance during Paris Fashion Week where he wore a White Lives Matter shirt. I've been trying to avoid this story because you can never explain why Kanye is doing what Kanye is doing. You can't. But here we are. Some major friction between big tech and big loop-de-loop as a new feature on Apple's new iPhone 14 has been mistaking roller coaster rides for severe car crashes and sending emergency workers to amusement parks. That is according to a report in the Wall Street Journal. For all the folks out there like me who are still getting by on an iPhone 13 or below, I think I'm in the single digits still, the new feature automatically calls 911 when it believes that the user has been in an accident using a combination of sensor data. There are reports of this feature being useful to folks in need, but the high-speed movement of roller coasters has also triggered multiple false alarms that have sent police and paramedics to parks like Six Flags, where the only real crises are kids peeing on water slides and people paying a million dollars to get printouts of their in-ride photos. <laughs> Travel, you already know how I feel about this. You're not a fan of the roller coasters. They're too crazy. They're too much. And the iPhone is just proving it. Hashtag not all roller coasters, Josie. Okay? <laughs> roller coasters' lives matter. Someone tell Kanye West. (laughs) No one is safe from misinformation anymore, not even condiments in tiny little bottles. And if you need proof, a man is suing the makers of Texas Pete hot sauce after discovering that it is not actually made in Texas. The hot sauce connoisseur filed the lawsuit last month, and he says that he never would have bought a bottle of the sauce for $3 at the supermarket if he'd known it was made in North Carolina, a state with virtually no reputation for the heat of its sauces. He's asking that the manufacturer pay damages and that they take Texas out of the product's name. The lawsuit is also seeking class action status. So if you too believe that Pete is stealing Texas valor, you could someday be entitled to $3. As a fan, Josie, of Texas Pete hot sauce, Mm -hmm. I would just like to say that this man is out of his mind. Okay? (laughs) Okay. But you could make $3. So are you sure you want to say that? I mean, but is the lawsuit really worth $3? Like, how much can you really get in damages for a decision you made? I do love this because the lawsuit, surely the cost of actually file it, cost more than $3. And this guy was like, you know what? It's the principal. (laughs) I'm just glad someone has this much free time because I don't. Absolutely not. (laughs) I just would love to know how this guy's spending his time. Maybe I could like... Get some pointers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And those are the headlines. One more thing before we go Cricket is bringing you the election coverage you love to hate with Cricket Radio every weekend in October on SiriusXM Progress and the SiriusXM app. Join our lineup of podcast hosts, candidates, experts, and more, including What a Day, at 6 a.m., 10 a.m., and 11.30 p.m. Eastern every Saturday and Sunday. Oh my gosh. Listening to us three times a day? Scary. Love that for y'all. We'll break down all the issues that matter going into the midterm elections, dive into the conversation shaping our current political climate, and give the only 100% correct opinions in politics. It is true. We have hit 100% correct. We are the first people (laughs) to ever do it. You are welcome. You do not want to miss this. Listen on channel 127 or subscribe now and get up to four months free of SiriusXM. See offer details at SiriusXM.com slash crooked. 
That is all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, keep your hands and feet inside the roller coaster, and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just honest hot sauce labels like me, What A Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Travel Anderson. I'm Josie Duffy Rice. And, and be, be yourself, yourself Pete. Pete. Okay, but North Carolina Pete hot sauce does not have a ring to it. I'm just going to say. It doesn't. And also sometimes people move. Absolutely. <laughs> like, no matter where I'm going, I'm going to be Georgia Josie. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. What a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Bill Lance. Jazzy Marine and Raven Yamamoto are our associate producers. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our executive producer is Lita Martinez. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. As a chef and a restaurant owner, I'm as meticulous about my cookware as I am about my ingredients. That's why I love Made In Cookware. Each pan they make isn't just designed to perform, it's crafted to last. As a mom, I love that I can trust Made In. It's made from the world's finest materials, so I can feel good about what I'm feeding my family. I'm Chef Brooke Williamson, and I use Made In Cookware. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. 